you are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach, and although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Thompson Pinder. And I'm so excited to announce that in August, we will be having the 400th episode of the Author to Authority Podcast. And in celebration of that, I have decided to do the top 25 episodes of the Author to Authority podcast for the whole summer. And we will celebrate the 400 about mid-August, so there will be a couple of episodes after that. And I chose these episodes because they were the ones that I just personally felt were the ones that gave tremendous amount of value that were going to help you as an entrepreneur, professional, a speaker, a coach to move your business forward. These were value-packed episodes that are just going to give you action steps that are just going to really propel you to the next level. So I'd love for you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this top 25 episode. Welcome to Author to Authority. And today I am really excited to have on the show Alexandria Gresta. And she's just someone I just met recently, but already just sensing such an amazing synergy between the two of us. And I think we both have the same heart to help people just really get out there and just become the best that they can be and let the world see how wonderful they are. So welcome. Thank you, Kim. That was, that just gave me all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I think, yeah, we just met over the past couple of weeks, but I think the beautiful part about humans having a very, love the word that you said, synergy, having a synergistic connection, it feels like, oh my goodness, I've known this person forever. I feel like I can talk to them. I feel like I can connect with them. And I feel that that same way with you. And I'm so grateful we got to connect. Thank you, internet. (laughs) (laughs) So just before we get into today's show, I just want to remind our listeners that if you're looking for a way to be able to speak to potential clients and do it powerfully and using amazing words, then go check out my free book called Power Words Attract High-Paying Clients and Customers, and you can get it at www.powerwords.pro forward slash free book. So, Alexandria, how did you get into teaching people about being on stages and using that to build their business? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So I want to give a little bit of a backstory. So it gives all the the people listening right now some meaningful context. So I started my company, it's called Purpose Pioneers, almost three years ago now. And we are all about creating a world where people fully align what they do to make money, 
with what they do to experience meaning and fulfillment. So that those seemingly contrasting things that has always driven me, like we can do what we love and we can run our lives and our businesses and our careers in a way that's meaningful to us. So it's, yes. we call it that sweet spot between purpose and profit. So my business partner Ooh, and I, like that. you like spot that between purpose, purpose and profits. Yeah, yeah. We like little sayings and little monikers. That's our thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the work that we do is all around purpose and profit alignment. So we actually got started leveraging the stage, use, going to networking events, working with big corporate clients in person. And it was amazing, but we came to this point of growth and we wanted to grow and we wanted to scale this movement. So we were told you got to go online. That's the only way to do that. You have to go online. You have to create an online program, like all that stuff. So we thought that was the answer. So we went online and, and this is where me, me going into teaching people how to use the stage, how this came to be, I got a little bit lost. I lost in the online madness. Mm-hmm. I got so far away from where I started, which is in-person human connection. That's what I'm all about. I love being in person. I love even this right here, this Zoom. This mm-hmm. is the closest thing that we can get to an in-person connection in the online space. So, Considering we're in two different countries. Exactly. <laughs> so I got lost in the sauce. I started losing my marbles behind the screen. And this thing, Purpose Pioneers, that once brought me so much joy, I was so fogged. I was like, I'm not fulfilled anymore. Like I'm, I'm really miserable, to be honest. And it wasn't my purpose. And it wasn't the way that I was helping people and transforming people. I call it my how how I was running my business was completely misaligned, completely misaligned. And I recognize, you know, I was speaking throughout, you know, my misalignment phase Yes, wasn't my main thing. So when I took a step back and I had enough, I was like, oh my goodness, every time I speak, it brings me joy. It brings me fulfillment. It's magical. And guess what? I change lives and I get clients. <laughs> so I, I wanted to share that whole story because I went through this. I went through my pain. I went through my contrast to then come out on top and say, you know what? I'm now using the stage 100% to, to grow my business, to grow my impact. And I'm so connected to this and, and the story that I've been through that I was just so inspired to help other people do the same. So now in, in alignment with my purpose and profit alignment work, I now have another branch of the company where I help thought leaders, experts, coaches, consultants, it doesn't matter what industry you're in for all of you listening, the stage is the greatest place for you to be. Just like mm-hmm. Kim said, using the power of your words, using your energy, I believe that is the greatest way to grow any business. So now that is a big part about what I do. It's so meaningful to me and it's just such impactful work. That is so cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. It's, it's pretty cool and I enjoy it so much. So what did you do before that? Like what really drove you to this, to becoming that entrepreneur and, and just being so purposeful and helping others? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Mm my grandpa, my uncles, my dad, even my mom. So both sides of my family. <laughs> I got really lucky. I think I have the entrepreneurial spirit like in my DNA. So I feel very fortunate to be born into two sides of the family that that's what I saw growing up. Mm-hmm. And I'm so lucky that's what I saw. I saw my dad running businesses that he loved, growing, you know, impacting the world the way that he wanted. I saw my mom doing such, she used to run like this really successful eBay store and it was awesome. So I got the offline entrepreneurship, the online entrepreneurship. And I think I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. 
I think oh, we, when I was little, I would say, I want to be a CEO and a motivational speaker. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> so I definitely manifested this life 100%. <laughs> but yeah, I think I always knew I wanted to lead change. Mm-hmm. And I always knew I wanted to have freedom. You know, entre- if you do it right, entrepreneurship can bring you a lot of freedom. Yes. And once I got to college, I wanted to go to college. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, no, this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. I did follow through and I did get my degree because I, I changed my college experience to fit me. Mm-hmm. But quickly and I was like, yeah, no, I want to, I don't just want to get this degree and build a skill set and get a job. Like I want to be, I want to be in the arena. I want to fall. I want to learn. Like I wanted to actually do something really meaningful to me. And I don't know where that came from. Maybe I was born with it. Maybe my, my dad instilled it, but yeah, that, that purpose and that impact was here like as long as I can remember. So I dove in, I just, I started doing stuff and it it unfolded and unfolded. And here I am talking to you. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So I always loved Ask this question at some point during the podcast. Yeah. But what was your, your biggest struggle so far in terms of being an entrepreneur? Because you know what? Most of my listeners are entrepreneurs, professionals, coaches. You know, I love asking people this question because sometimes as entrepreneurs, we think that the problems that we're going through, the struggles we're going through, nobody else has gone to. We're the exception. And you know, for me, on my entrepreneurial journey, when I heard what other people went through, I'm like, wow, if they went through that, and this is where they are, then maybe what I'm going through, I can make it through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're not alone. I think it just comes from, we got to speak our truth in some way, shape, or form. It's okay if you don't want to be on a big stage in front of a lot of people, but speak your truth in individual conversations, start a podcast, write a book, like, share your story because there's absolutely at least one other human out there that is relates to it and has been mm-hmm. there. And then we start to form support groups and, and communities. And, and it's like, we don't have to do this alone. So I totally agree with you there. I, I mean, man, I've been through a lot. <laughs> I, mean, I have a, a whole long list of struggles, but <laughs> what what's coming up for me right now and what I'd like to share of where I'm currently at in my journey. I think the greatest lesson that I've learned this year is I have to run my business in the way that's meaningful to me. And Mm. I have to stop listening to what everybody else is telling me to do. I know they have good intentions and I know a lot of them are very successful and they have a a lot of money and and they've been doing this for a while, but what works for other people may not work for you. I I say this because I got caught up and I I am about alignment. Like that is like a core business and I got misaligned. So it can happen. Like, you could preach alignment and then some way, somewhere along the way, you're like, what the heck happened? I'm totally misaligned. So what I found is when I stopped comparing and when I stopped thinking I quote unquote had to do it the way someone else did it, yes. all the resistance went away. Mm. So now the opportunities that have been coming in my way, the clients that I've gotten over the past month or two, it's been effortless. It's been expansive. It's been I'm like, wow, business can really be this easy. It only <laughs> really only came down to me living in alignment and doing things the way that I want to do. It's it's the secret sauce. So that's that's the biggest struggle that I went through this year. And the answer is simple. Like do what feels true for me and reflect that back to you listening. Do what's true for you. 
Mm-hmm. And don't even think about it. Don't let your brain get in the way. Don't look at everybody else. Just do it. And you'd be surprised at how aligned and expansive you feel. That is cool. Thank you so much. I love that. Yeah. So I know you've prepared some really great hints and tips for my listeners today. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's so many different things that I could share, but I think the biggest thing is first understanding that this new year, this new decade that we're moving into, in-person human connection is going to be your superpower in your business. Yes. That's where this starts. I want everyone listening to understand the foundation of why speaking and speaking on stage even matters at all. So the online world, it's incredible. It brings us it brings us connection, but it also has brought us disconnection. Yes. So now we're moving into this time, this era where human connection has always mattered. But it matters now more than ever before. And if you are an entrepreneur, you have the most beautiful opportunity to capitalize. And like I was saying, if you don't, if you don't want to speak on the stage in front of a bunch of people, that's okay. We have the virtual stages. I mean, a book is a stage in itself. Yes. Right. There's so many fun ways to look the stage now because of the internet. But it comes back to the first tip is you must put human connection at the core of your business strategy. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) You got to do it it because what is business built on? Relationships. Right. Relationships and trust. We buy from people that we trust. So that's my first tip. And then leading more into tangibly, like using speaking on stage. My second tip to everyone listening is you got to get on the right stages with the right people in the room. And what I mean, yes. So what I mean by that is it's not about quantity. It's not about, I want to get on every stage ever. I want to speak in front of everyone because speaker burnout is a real thing. You will Mm -hmm. get quickly burn out. There's a lot of traveling involved. There's a lot of talking to a lot of people. So we don't want you getting burnt out because guess what? Your gift is no longer going to be shared with the world. Yes, exactly. It's about identifying what stages does your message and your energy fit best on and are your ideal clients going to be in the room, right? We want the people that you want to work with, right? Because we're using speaking to grow the business. We want to make sure that they're going to be in the room. So now if you're on the right stage with the right people in the room, your message is going to be received. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's the number one thing we, we want to know, like, is our message going to be received? And then the next part of it is you're going to have people coming up to you and asking you how they can hire you because you're saying the right things to the right people in the room. And usually, you know, eight times out of 10, I'd say people go to conferences and events to change their life. Yes. You have all the ingredients, all the ingredients to make the transaction and ignite the transformation. It's in the room. So I'd say those are my, my mindset tip. A foundational tip and then a more tangible tip to really make this a reality so it it starts clicking for all of you. Yeah, like uh like last week I was at an event where you get to share your story. And I thought that it would, it would be really good because I one of the areas I've been working on in my speaking is really narrowing down my story to the key elements. Because I can go on for half an hour about my story and not actually get to the main point. Right. So You know, I've been on two stages where you share your story where you only had 10 to 11 minutes. And so I had to really refine it down. So I did this event and um, really wasn't the right audience because every time I've told the story before in front of a group, there's certain points people always laugh. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like when I say my mother died at four, you can see everybody kind of go, oh, right. And so, you know, this happened to be at 
it was at like a Irish pub, which had like a back room with the stage. So a lot of the people in there, I don't really think were like entrepreneurs and that. And I was finding it hard because I wasn't getting the normal feedback I normally did, like not even the little giggles and laughs at the normal places that people do. Like when I, when I talk about the fact that, you know, my dad was captain patience and, you know, <laughs> sidekick Alberta. Well, that's what happens. People I like laugh, that. Right? right. Right. Or, you know, I would talk, you know, I share my story about, you know, the time that gullible girl, captain patience asked gullible girl to run the dishwasher and she realized there was no dishwashing powder. And so she put half a bottle of liquid dishwashing soap in. <laughs> And you see, you laughed. And this last, like that last Monday, nobody laughed. And I almost didn't even know what to say. Like, yeah, well, well, Kim, this is just it. Not only will someone get speaker burnout, but what happens when the audience isn't responding? We immediately go, what, what's going on? What did I say that was wrong? Like, right. We go into that self-doubt mode Mm -hmm. and that doesn't have to happen as speak. We don't have to be in that, that self-doubt cloud as as a speaker. If we're just getting in front of the right audiences, it's going to be incredible every time, like in some way, shape or form. So been there, I totally get where you're coming from. And we can avoid that by being very intentional with the stages that we're reaching out to. And again, it's, it's quality over quantity. So what would be some things if people haven't spoken before and they're looking on stages, what are some things that people should prepare? Because like, if you're going to apply to be on a stage, then obviously, I guess there's things that they ask you for. So kind of things, you know, should potential speaker have in mind? Yeah, great question. I actually just answered this question in my community. So I'm I'm totally like, oh, just answer that. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So now this this response applies to when you're wanting to speak on an in-person stage. So with Mm -hmm. the virtual stage, it's a little more lenient. So with in-person stages... If you don't have a, it's called a demo reel, which is like a video footage of you speaking on stage. If you don't have that, don't worry. Don't get too hung up on it. I've gotten so many speaking engagements prior to me having footage of me. And the first video that I got was on my iPhone and I I sent that to people. So just want to start there because I know a lot of people, they come to me and they're like, I don't have a demo reel. I'm not going to apply. Don't worry about it. We'll put that off to the side. Now with that, what I do 100% recommend is a speaker one sheet is what yes. it's called. So it's just a simple one pager. I mean, you can create it on a Google doc or if any of you like Canva, I love Canva. It's like a templated graphic design mm-hmm. platform. And it's free. And it's free. Oh my God. It's, it's amazing. If you don't know what Canva is, just go check it out. It's, it's absolutely amazing. So on this speaker one sheet, of course, you want a picture of you, a very vibrant picture, one that captures your energy. You want a little blurb about you. So like, you know, a one to two sentence bio and you want your talks and your topics laid out. If you only have one signature talk, guess what? That's even better. You don't need three, four five talks to look better, right? To make it seem like you, you have all these things to talk about. <laughs> One talk, one core message, one topic hits home. Beautiful. So you want to have a little bit about you. You want to have a picture of you. You want to have your talk, a little outline of it. If you're able to fit like a little testimonial quote on there, if you're able to get that, that would be incredible. And then your contact information. So super simple to the point. But what this does, although it's such a simple one pager, you go above, it's above and beyond in the event organizer's eyes. 
Yes. Like, with me, when I've sent this out, I've gotten responses like, wow, I'm really impressed with this one pager that you sent me. In my mind, I'm like, really? It's so simple. So, right, it's, it's the little things that help you stand out to event organizers and go above and beyond. So I, I would really say that's the only thing that you need if you're just getting started because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You'll get to the point where you have demo reels and speaker websites and all that stuff. But starting out, just create a simple one pager. And I promise you, event organizers will be totally wowed. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Because you know what? It's like so many things. You know, you think you've got to have all these things in place to move forward. Like even as an entrepreneur, sometimes you think, oh, you got to have this, you got to have that, and you got to have that. You know what? When I started ghostwriting, now, the only prerequisite was for me as I already was an author. So I didn't start ghostwriting not having been established as an author. So I was already doing it. But when I went to start ghostwriting, I just did it earn money so that we could buy a couple of new cars and pay for my son's wedding. Like I had no intention of starting a publishing business. I just was doing this on the side. And you know what? I started my business. I went on a freelancing site. I just started getting jobs. You know, I didn't have a website. I didn't have this. All I could say was, you know, I'm an author. I can prove I'm an author. I've got some books on Amazon. Super simple. Right. And yet I got hired right away. I didn't need all those other things. Now I've developed all those other things over time. Right. So, you know, I think as a speaker and somebody said something to me and they said, you know what, if you want to get out there and speak and be good at it, just do it. Oh, amen. Just your brain out of the way and just do it. (laughs) Yeah. I think, uh, I think we overcomplicate things sometimes. And I think it comes from a good place. Like, the entrepreneurs that I know, it's because we care. We care so yes. much. We want it to be perfect and amazing, but start simple. Mm-hmm. Start simple, take action. And the beautiful thing of taking action, it will breed the feeling that you want to feel. Yep. So people come to me, they're like, I want to feel confident. I want to feel this. I want to feel that. I'm like, okay, we'll do the thing. Oh no, I'm scared to. Like, <laughs> well, then you're never going to feel the feelings that you want to feel. So we got a Mel, Mel Robbins five second rule. If anyone knows that count to five, turn your brain off, do it. That is such a cool mindset hack because our, our mind is an incredible thing, but it is also a double-edged sword. It can get in the way and actually hold us back from doing the thing that we want to do. So love that story. I completely agree with you. Start simple. Magic will happen. Well, it's funny. There's a Facebook post. Like I have quotes and Facebook posts that I just kind of keep and I repost them every once in a while. Yeah. I and the uh, there's one I love. It says, it's like a book cover and says how to be amazing at anything. And you open up the book and it only has one word and it's practice. So good. <laughs> that author is witty. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. And I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I've been speaking, well, okay, I've been performing since I was little. I've been, you know, speaking off and on for the last few years. Not a lot, but, you know, I do speak on a semi-regular basis. And what I learned is, is that, you know what, there's times I go on stage and it's absolutely amazing. Right. And there's been times I've been on stage where I botched it up a bit, right? But you know what? It didn't really matter. Like people still enjoyed it. They didn't know I botched it up. And every time, you know, I went through that experience, it caused me to learn and grow. Like this experience last week, what I realized was, was it wasn't how I was delivering it because I was delivering it the same way I always delivered it. Right. It just, the audience wasn't receptive. 
But I recognized what I did afterwards is I tried to make it funny by explaining it. And I didn't need to do that because it it didn't actually work. So, you know, the learning for me, and that this is the thing, when you go on stages, each stage you go on, learn something from the experience. Yes. and, And to grow. So I learned next time, if I tell my story and I'm not getting the reactions I want, I'm just going to continue to tell my story and not stop. Because I stopped and tried to think of what could I say to actually make this funny. Right. Yeah. You just got to keep going, keep flowing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think to me, the stage is a playground. Like It's yes. a playground to try new things and, and share new stories. And yeah, it's not always going to hit home and it might not be received. But here's what's cool. Doesn't mean that stage... Is no can't be profitable for you. Like that's right. You can totally botch it up, and maybe you didn't think you did great, but the audience is like, "That was amazing!" Right? Remember, the audience doesn't know this talk and your story even percentage as much as you do. So yes. when you quote unquote mess up, they don't know that. So just don't point it out, and you'll be fine. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have one more thing with that you would want to share with our listeners for today? As it relates to using speaking to grow your business? Yes. I honestly think you and I talked about it. So I was thinking about like, what's, what's one more thing I want to share? It's to start, right? The longer that you push off your speaking gift and push it off to the side in your business, if that is important to you and you love speaking and you love human connection, you're always going to feel like there's a little piece of you missing. Yes. Because I felt right? Like speaking, I say this all the time. Speaking is about building momentum and planting seeds mm-hmm. and momentum. It takes a little bit of time to build a powerful momentous force. So why not get the momentum started now? Yes. Start now, build the momentum now, start planting seeds now, especially because we only have two months left at the time of this recording. It's, it's early November. We only have two months left of the year. Yes. So start now, build the momentum now, go into 2020 strong, go into 2020 with your values of connection and speaking at the mm-hmm. core of your business. I promise you, you will be thanking me later. <laughs> I remember one time I was at a business conference and the, the speaker was talking about momentum and they related it to a plane and how it takes 60 to 70% of the fuel in a plane to get it up into the air. Wow. So it made made me think like you, you have, you just have to pay the price to get the momentum. You just have to keep, you know, like you're not getting any results. Like, you know, your energy, 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 not a lot of results, not a lot of results, not a lot of results, a little bit more results, a little bit more results. And then you hit that tipping point when it's like nothing can go wrong, (laughs) but you have to pay the price of it. I love that. What a beautiful analogy. Yeah. Like you will get to the tipping point. You will get to a point where you're so fulfilled. It's like you don't even know what to do with yourself. You love the amount of money that you're making. You're changing lives the way you will get to that point. But like Kim said, you got to pay the price. You got to do the work. And it's not always fun. And sometimes it's really hard. But I will tell you this. It is always worth it. Always. Awesome. So how can people get a hold of you? So I am super active on Facebook. Yes, you are. Yes, that's how Kim and I met. So if you are active on Facebook too, please shoot me a friend request. I will give Kim the link so you can just easily find it in the show notes, but shoot me a friend request. Also, I do have a community for people, entrepreneurs and and speakers who want to use speaking as a way to grow their business. So I will share that link with Kim as well. If you feel inspired and you want to be a part of our community, 
please, please, please join us. And then of course I have my websites. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Like I'm very visible. You can find me, (laughs) but Facebook is my main jam. So what's the name of of your group on Facebook? It's called the main stage. The main stage. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alexandria. Yeah, this was so awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. This was, I'm totally jazzed right now by our conversations. (laughs) And I think our audience will really appreciate it too, because many of them are going to want to get on stages. Absolutely. So this has been Author to Authority. Thank you, Alexandria. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Author to Authority podcast. The extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.